Have you been stuck in your house all day while the virus infects people around the world? Are you so bored that you have resorted to listening to random podcasts? Well, then you're in luck. Hi, I'm Jake, and I'm here with my good friend and roommate of two years, Rahul. Say hi, Rahul. Hey, everyone. Uh, similar to most of the world, we were bored in self-quarantine, but we're trying to make something of it with uh, this podcast. So join us in our wacky conversations as we try our best to entertain ourselves and all you lovely people out there. And with that said, hey, bud, how you doing? Hello, my friend. Hello, my friend. The universe officially transpires against us <clears throat> trying to record podcast episodes. Yes, I'm convinced. We, listeners, if you if you've been eagerly awaiting this this episode, we're we're sorry. Things things Listen, got away from us. Things are changing though. We're becoming serious now. Yeah. This is no. Oh, look, it's a podcast made by some two college dudes that just want attention and money. No, we're more than that. Oh. We want money, attention, and we're gonna work for it. Wait, that doesn't change anything though. What do you mean? Before we, I mean, I guess we were always working for it. Yeah. Now we're determined oh, to work for it. Determination. That's what we have. That's the key difference. Yes. Now we're determined. I feel like that should be like on a like a motivational poster, like determination. <laughs> that's and then like specifically dot 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 that that's dot 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 that's the key. Yeah. That's yeah. Key. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's ironic because, like, you know, you're not determined in the poster. We're not determined. We were, I mean, we started this as kind of just like a fun thing. Yeah. It's and, fun. And now Drexel and, you know, the world just seems no closer to going back to normal. So you're like, you know what? This is going to become our primary source of communication. Yeah. But also some things happened. Some free time has opened up for both of us, I think. Yeah. We're we're getting into the swing of things. Drexel, you know, I like to say week five at Drexel, everything goes downhill. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'd actually say I actually say it's the opposite. I was I was having a hard time getting adjusted these first couple of weeks, and now I feel like I'm like into the swing of things. Hey, that's good. Yeah. So today is October twenty first of the year twenty twenty, mm-hmm. week five of Drexel University's twelve week or in this case, it's 12 weeks because of vacations and whatnot. Y'all. But the quarter system, the dreaded Drexel quarter system. Yes, we are on a quarter system, not a not a trimester, we swear. Yeah. And, yeah, week five typically goes, everything goes downhill. But I guess it's different because there's a pandemic. Everything's on the flippity-flop. I wonder how this is how, like, online kids feel. Like, it's just a constant state of, oh, my God, what is happening? Oh, my God. What do you mean by online kids, though? Well, like, online students that are just, like, like get, like, online degrees. This is, like, uh, their normal lives. Yeah, I That's suppose. Kind of crazy. Although I feel like even online programs have semesters and not quarter system. That's true. That's true. Even there, Drexel suffers. <laughs> but, no, we're we're doing all right. At least I am. I can't speak for you. Yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. 15 Classes. credits, nothing too crazy. Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking 13 or 14 credits. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So uh... for those that don't know, <laughs> my, for computer science, at least for me over the years, my average number of credits has been like hovering around 16. Jake's has always been like maxed out close to 20. It's like been 19 or 20 all four years up until senior year. I don't know what it is with the biomed program, but they're like, you need every single class possible. Yeah. So 20 ma- twenty credits is the maximum you can take in a quarter. And I I come close to hitting it every time. But fortunately, the biomed program realized that something is amiss. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> I would hope so. And they changed the program a little bit I think it was last year so it didn't help me at all but you know <laughs> those future younglings future coming into Drexel hey, for biomed you, for some when, reason 
when Drexel uh, asks you to help with the alumni fund or when, whatever it's called, they, you can be like, back Hell in no. my day. Oh. oh, yeah. Wait, wait, yeah. What were you saying? <laughs> You'd be like, back in my day, we had to take all these credits while you kids have it lucky. Yeah. No, they, they still don't have it lucky because it's biomed, but hopefully it's a little less stressful. I hope it's so. A, it's tough, not going to lie. It is tough. But it's a, if you love biology and physics, it's it's a good time. Yeah. Yeah. And... Yeah, it's weird. I'm only taking four classes. Have I have I ever uh, told you uh, the the what my CS professor used to or I guess teacher in high school used to say about the three sciences? I don't think so. Uh, it's he he says if it smells it's chemistry, if it moves it's biology, and if it doesn't work it's physics. Ah, very true. Very true. Screw physics. Physics is a nightmare. Freaking torque, freaking momentum, freaking <laughs> F equals MA, gravity, Y, I, yada. We, went, we both went took the, the three physics sequence at Drexel, 101, 102, and 201. Why it's in that, why it's not 103, I, no idea. But it was terrible. Terrible. Not oh. fun. But we had one of the, I don't, I, I don't want to say, I, I don't want to say greatest, but funniest professors ever. Which one? Oh, the Russian in me. <laughs> the Russian in me. Alexei Aprilev. He's yeah. Just, he's just, just this big Russian guy. With very tall, not big, just very tall and lanky. Tall, intimidating. And he was like a professional ice climber. And no, he was not. He wasn't a professional, but he did it like quite regularly. So we're pretty convinced that he escaped from a Russian prison and yeah. came to America to teach physics at Drexel University. Yup. Yeah, he escaped the gulag. We don't know how, <laughs> but he did it. And we're impressed and terrified. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to have so many stories about him. I can't remember them anymore, though. He wasn't a great teacher, by the way. No, he was actually terrible. It was, yeah. He was so bad. I think they actually got rid of him. I'm pretty good, sure. Good, good for future generations of Drexel kids, I guess. Yeah, but he, yeah, not a good teacher, but entertaining slash intimidating. Entertaining for sure. Yeah, he was a bit of a nutcase. But yeah, classes are going well. Taking four classes. Um, my favorite of which is <clears throat> a psychology class that I'm taking mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, called Abnormal Psychology. So we're looking at all... The strange disorders and disabilities that people can have. And it's, I mean, some people may see that as depressing, but I find it very fascinating. And, you know, you could use it to help people. So Exactly. Not depressing per se. It's just, I mean, it's like, sad when it happens it's, to people. Yeah, exactly. But someone needs to learn about it so they can help those people. Right. So I'm having fun. You're, how many classes are you taking? Oh, geez. I, I feel like I'm asked this question like all the time and I, I always <laughs> have to count. Senior design, photography, GMAP, SE, and Plagues in Philadelphia. Five, including senior design. Okay. What's your favorite? Uh, honestly, it's a GMAP, which is intro to like video, intro to video games, intro to video game programming. Hold on. Let me, let me check. Uh, you, have, you said video games. So Overview of computer gaming. Ah, of course. And it's just just like the history of like video games and like what makes what makes good games and stuff. It's definitely for like the Westfall like um uh, the game nope. design? Yeah, thank you. I I was blanking so hard there. Uh the uh, game design program? Like yeah. there's only one of the CS kid and everyone else is like game design. But like everyone is so chill and like the professors like she like just graduated i think like two years ago so she's like super cool like class two jake she yeah. was like does anyone have the game limbo i'm like uh, i have the game limbo she's like yes. cool i want you to i want you to play it for the class over zoom and like we'll analyze the game and talk about it. i'm like oh my god this is amazing wait <laughs> you played limbo in class? i played limbo yeah like for the class and like we were kind of doing it like uh you know how the the twitch pokemon thing how like Everyone, like, 
uh, comments, uh, like what the person does. Yeah. And like, it wasn't as like crazy, obviously, but like people were like, I was like, she was like, just wait for the class, see what the class wants to do. And like, they're like, people were like analyzing why they think we should like move or jump or climb or stuff like that. Interesting. It's a very fun class. Did you die a lot? Um, in the game, that is. I, uh, I no, we, we didn't go too far. We went oh, like okay. 10 minutes of the game. We got to the spider. Ah, the spider. And we successfully killed the spider. So, I don't even know how to explain Limbo, but Limbo I guess I would so... just recommend to check it out because you it's have like no ten... idea what we're talking about. <laughs> it's 10 bucks on Steam. Okay, I describe Limbo as. Oh, but I don't want to describe it because that gives away the game. I like, don't even know how to describe it, so it's more power to you. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try. It's a well, okay. Look up real quick what uh what like uh Steam or like Google says and see if that that's a good one. I mean, it's a 2D platformer. Oh, that sounds really bad because that sounds because Mario is a 2D platformer. It's not Mario. <laughs> it's definitely not Mario. Uh, Google says that Limbo is a puzzle platform video game. Yes. Developed by independent studio Playdead. It was released in July 2010 on Xbox Live Arcade and has since been ported to several other systems, including PlayStation 3, Linux, and Microsoft Windows. So you can get it on Steam. I have every achievement for that game except beat the game with less than five deaths in one run. Ah, impressive. Uh, and, uh, that achievement is insane. I was uh, talking to Ted about it. Like, there's, there's absolutely no way. Yeah. Five deaths in that game? Like, my gosh. It's a fun puzzle game, but it's it tough. Is, it's a fun puzzle game. There are oh, challenges. You, you can die as many times as necessary. And in which you may be like, oh, that makes it really easy. Like, no, no, no. Trust me. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. And there's no, like... Like, there's it's no not like Mario, where there's, there are, like, worlds there's like or anything. No it's just, like, yeah. you keep on going forward. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's good, but, you know, it's for video game people. It's for gamers out there watching this podcast. I mean, honestly, I think it, it that's one of those games where, like, it could be for anyone. You don't need, because you don't need, like, a lot of, like... You don't need a high APM to play the game or a lot of knowledge of the game. You just need to be able to solve puzzles. There's also, yeah, the controls are pretty simple. You know, I I say you don't need to be a gamer, and then I say APM. Uh, APM stands for actions per minute for those non-gamers. It's like how many buttons you can click or how fast you can do certain things. Yeah, I didn't know what you meant either, but I was just going to go along with it. (laughs) (laughs) And it worked. Yes, it did. Uh... Speaking of games, Fortnite, how about it? So Jake and I have been playing Fortnite. Uh, yes, whoever is uh, listening to this comment, uh, podcast and going, you play Fortnite? Yes, yes, I play Fortnite. I made fun Losers. of it in time. But, <laughs> you know, it's fun to play with friends. It's fun to play with friends. Yeah, it is. Especially right now they're doing a whole, like, uh, Marvel DC pair up. Crazy, I know, I know. Wolverine and uh, Iron Man in the same game. Oh, actually, Wolverine's taking the X Men. Who am I? Who am I thinking of? Uh, Mystique. They're they're all Marvel, my friend. Wait, there. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, I feel real dumb. I mean, the season. I think the previous season was Aquaman, and he's DC. Oh, okay. Which okay. is maybe what you were thinking of. That that is what I was thinking. But currently, it's all Marvel characters, and they have superpowers in their game. And you can, like, shoot lasers, and you can strike people with Thor's hammer. It's, it's good stuff. Mm-hmm. It makes for a crazy fun time. Doctor Doom's in it, which is a much lesser-known Marvel character. Yeah, fan- well, Fantastic Four. I mean, I'm not a big fan of them. And what? Doctor Doom is their main villain. Wait, what do you have against the Fantastic Four? I don't know, they're just, uh... They're just there. Wait, wait, they have some of this cool... Okay, the thing is, it's just basically Hulk. The thing is, like, a less... Actually, the thing is a worse Hulk, I would say. Because the guy, I don't know, I don't know all about the... I don't know all about Fantastic Four, but 
But the thing is, he's just a normal guy, right? Who just gets really strong. No, he he's made of rock. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like he becomes very durable, is what I meant by strong. Right. He, he's not a normal person because he's made of rock. No, no, no. But... Okay. Well, <laughs> what I meant was like you know the Hulk. Like Bruce Banner's a genius scientist when he's not the Hulk. Right. Whereas the thing is just a normal guy when he's not the thing. I mean, he's always the thing. He can't turn into a normal human. Oh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's permanently a rock monster, which is a big problem of his because he has very low self-esteem. Mm. Poor guy. Yeah, it's tough. But he, I, I actually like the thing. I don't. I don't like. I don't know. Maybe Say it. I just Say the controversial like opinion. The group dynamic. Oh, the movie suck. Uh, yeah, yeah. The movie. The movies were not the greatest. Yeah, there's that. But I also don't like Mr. Fantastic because he's a he's a douchebag. He's a he's definitely a type A kind of leader. Yeah. But. The Fantastic Four are not in Fortnite, so it's all good. Just Doctor Doom. And he's a, he's a really cool villain. I don't know too much about him, like, from the comics, but he's a badass. Mm-hmm. So I used to watch this show. I think it's called The Superhero Squad. Let okay. me look it up. Superhero. Sounds about right. Yeah, The Superhero Squad Show. It was, like, this, like, toon animated show of, like, all these Marvel characters, and they always fought, like, Doctor Doom, Moduck, and, uh... Oh, I forgot the other guy. Moduck's a weirdo. <laughs> Moduck is just... How would you describe Moduck? I don't even know... What is he? Where's Ted when you need him? I don't know. Hi, Ted. Hey, what's up? He's, like, <laughs> a, a head in, like, a floating... Device? Head? Device? Chair? Chair. <laughs> Chair? question mark modok is very strange m-o-d-o-k if anyone wants to look him up and doesn't know what we're talking about there's like a bunch of characters like that or a bunch of like villains that look like that in like superhero comics and all of them i don't know the design just always creeps me out and i don't like them yeah i I guess uh they just went how can we like they just like pick a body part and they're like okay head and they're like okay what can we do with this (laughs) <laughs> what can we do with this <laughs> put him in a chair yep just a bunch of really smart and creative comic book writers sitting around a table one of them goes give us a body part <laughs> some intern walks in and says head and the <laughs> other guys are like well all right, i guess we're working with that and that's how all these creepy mode duck like characters are made i bet it was a drexel intern yeah probably Wait, what Wait. about Superhero Squad? Why'd you bring that up in the first place? Oh, uh, Doctor Doom is. Uh, I, I learned a, a lot about Doctor Doom through that. Ah, okay. Yes, yes. Understood. No, wait, but do you like Mr. Fantastic's. Okay, so you don't like the Fantastic Four as people, but do you like their powers? Like, Mr. Oh, Fantastic's okay. power yeah. is so useful. Yeah, their powers are pretty cool. Invisible Woman, who also like, has a force field, I think. Yes. It's like through that Wait, in there. Or is that or is that Violet from The Incredibles you're thinking of? I'm pretty sure Violet's based off of Mrs. Incredible. Or Mrs. Invis- Fantastic. Not Mrs. Incredible. Invisible Woman Powers. I'm pretty sure she can she Yeah, invisible Invisibility and in force fields. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that all of the Incredibles were based off of the Fantastic Four. Wait, what? Then what about Dash? Who's he supposed to be? Uh, okay. I guess not. Maybe not Dash. I don't know. I mean... I, I the... see what you're saying with Elastigirl. Elastigirl is Mr. Fantastic, of course. Violet is uh, Mrs. Fantastic. Mr. Incredible's the thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And huh. then the Flame Goot. The Flame Dude. Yeah. I don't know his actual name. Uh, the Human Torch? That's it. Yep. I mean, he goes fast. He goes he goes pretty fast. I, I would consider that super speed. But, and then Dak Dak, 
can turn, he can, you know, burst into flames. Wait, who? Oh, Jack Jack. Did I say Dak Dak? You you said Dak Dak. I said Dak Dak. I, I, I wasn't Jack, sure if it was Jack. my audio. Speaking of Dak, <laughs> transition time. Oh. Um, as anyone who knows me knows, I'm a quite a passionate Eagles fan. Even though we are doing terrible, I'm always a passionate Eagles fan. I'm not a bandwagon person. However, Dak Prescott's injury <laughs> was so terrible. But you just made possible. like a you just made like a 720 transition there. <laughs> well, you said Dak Dak. Yeah, I know. I'm just it's funny. We were talking about superheroes, and the next thing I know, we're talking about the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, listen, if people aren't paying attention to their podcast, they're, they're going to miss it. Yeah, very true. I mean, no, I didn't even know what's going to Always pay attention, kids. You we're never professionals know when now. We'll, yeah, we'll pull the old switcheroo on you. Exactly. <laughs> you might be doing some homework, listening to this podcast, hearing about superheroes. You're like, oh, this is cool. And then the next thing you know, you <laughs> finish that half problem and now they're talking about the quarterback <laughs> of the Dallas Cowboys. It's like, what? Did I miss something? Ah, um, mild, uh, I guess it's not a gore warning. It's a injury warning. Just if If you you are, if you have a blood injection injury phobia, maybe don't listen to this part. Just, uh, hey, it's Ted. If you want to skip it, go to 2408. I I don't know. Yeah, just skip ahead a little bit. Like, uh, like hit that little, like, plus 10 seconds button. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Okay. I guess I'll make this quick then. But look up Dak Prescott injury. Basically, Dak Prescott. He was running the ball. He gets like tackled, but he lands really weird on his foot. His his leg goes left, but his foot goes right, and it is just terrible. You got compound right ankle fracture and dislocation. It looks so bad. Yeah, his bone was sticking out. You hate to see that. It was so bad. So. Even yeah. as an Eagles fan, we hate to see it, and we wish Dak a speedy recovery. Uh, I watched a. You, I'm interested in this stuff. So as it's a your major, you know, biomedical engineer. So yeah. I watched a YouTube video about an orthopedic surgeon explaining like the injury and how it happened and the extent of the damage, and they showed the video of it occurring. Oh. And like you see, after it occurs, you just see Dak Prescott sitting on the ground. And he's banging the injured leg on the oh, ground. Yeah. Trying to, like, put it back in its place. Or stop the pain, yeah. And I'm like, first of all, that guy has some guts. Because that would be painful as bleep. Yeah, but, yeah. But um, also, like, I admire him for doing that. But I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> I mean, he probably didn't know what happened. Like, Yeah, I, I, I guess. He was also I mean, probably in shock. So this I, was his first major injury, right? He was probably a bit delirious. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, this was his first major injury, because I remember the commentator saying he's never missed a start. Uh, uh, he's never missed a game since, like, he started. Wow. Somebody fact-check me on that, but I am, like, I'm pretty sure that was said. Yeah, I, I cannot fact-check on you that on that. But, yeah, it was nasty, and it's real bad. So we wish him a speedy recovery. Oh, you know what I just realized? Yeah. We we have Ted. Ted can, like, say at the beginning of this, like, to the listeners, like, hey, everyone, like, skip ahead to this point where we stop talking about it. Oh. Okay. So I guess we can make that point here? Yeah. This point, right? This point. Here. Wait, we don't have a next topic lined up, though. Oh. Uh... Speaking of, wait, hold on. We should, like, transition back to superheroes. Or, like, make it seem like we just continued talking about superheroes. Oh, and never, like, shifted from Dak Prescott or to Dak Prescott? Yeah. Um, I think we were speaking about Jack-Jack. So, yeah, yeah Jack-Jack can turn into, like, fire, like the Human Torch. And I think he can turn Teleport? into a rock monster. He's got laser beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he turns into like a really heavy thing because I remember what's yeah. uh what was uh the villain of the, the first syndrome or syndrome? Uh, 
Syndrome. I think it was Syndrome. Syndrome sounds about right. It's been a while, all right? It's been, it's been a very long time. Yeah. But yeah, but he 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 was like trying to run off with them and Jack Jack like turned into a brick, I think. Something like that. Oh yeah, his name was Syndrome. What'd you like at that? He's got a laser beam eyes, that too. Yes, Jack Jack has laser beam eyes. None of the incredible or none of the Fantastic Four have that. Yeah, it's that's a Superman right. thing, I feel like. And then X Men thing. Ah ah. From Cyclops. Mm-hmm. He's a cool dude. Big X Men fan, I am. Yes. Um, you know that is that is on the to do list, Jake. I've never seen an X Men movie. Oh, I thought it was. I thought you were gonna say to get a superpower. But, oh. You know, okay. watching an X Men movie is important too. Well, you you know what the rule is with the superhero pact. Yes, our superhero pact, famously made freshman year. Wait, when, have we have we discussed the superhero pact on here yet? Um, I don't know. I don't. We, <laughs> we started this podcast a while ago. Yes. So I have no idea what we talked about in our first episode. I don't, I don't think we have. I know for a fact we haven't recently. <laughs> so we can explain it again now. Sure, sure, sure. So basically the superhero pack is that we, we, we are always like, oh man, how does like, the friend of the main character never know that, like, their best friend's got superheroes. Like, don't you pay attention? Like, especially uh, Ned and Spider-Man, for an example. You know, I started the sentence like I was going to name several examples, but I don't have any more examples. Just say et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, yep, that's the one. Yeah. And and we're like, and then we were discussing, well, is it, you know, as a superhero, like, well, would you tell the person? I was like, well, if I was a superhero, I'd definitely tell you. And if you were a superhero, I'd want you to tell me. Yeah. So then we're so, like, superhero pack. If either, if any of us get superpowers at any point, uh, both past, present, or future, we have to tell the other person. Wait, past? Like, like if you've had them before we made the pact. Oh, shoot! I didn't realize. Wait a Bud, minute. <laughs> oh my! I have God. something to tell you. Ted, cut this part out. Ted, cut this part out. <laughs> I I am just kidding. I've never had superpowers. I when I was little, I always wanted to have super speed. But I I, I wish I had the force. That would make things very nice. The force is uh that's a good one. Uh, I think that's well. I mean, the force is Star Wars, but I think in general that's just like telepathy. Right. So so that we we also then we talked about we were talking about hypotheticals because it's us and we always get into weird hypotheticals. Of course. So we're like, well, what if it's like, you know, like not necessarily a superpower, but like it's like some non uh, human like ability per se. Like. uh, Like, I don't know, you can uh, you, you can become like super strong for like. Like five minutes, something that's like not necessarily a superpower, but it's like above the normal human capabilities. So we're like that. Like counts you have so a tail. Yeah, yeah, that's not a superpower. Yeah, there you go. Thank you, thank you. Sure, anytime. So then or you can like, breathe underwater for ten minutes. So then it's like okay, anything that's considered beyond the average human ability, we have to share with the other person. Yeah, I think we included being abducted by aliens on there too. Oh yes, yes, we did do that. We did do that. Although sometimes, you know, alien abductees don't remember. But That's true. Wait, if we remember. How do you how do you know this? You sounds like you have experience on this subject. Wait, did we include if we're aliens? Yeah, yeah. Anything non human. Okay. <laughs> I guess that's the definition of alien. Yeah. Non human. Okay. Well, I'm not an alien. But yeah, if I become an alien for some reason, somehow, I uh, I have to let you know first. Mm-hmm. That's and me. then, if we decide to, we can tell you guys on the podcast. But first, Rahul is my number one contact. Yes, sir. It's like how in hospitals, you're supposed to ask the patient if they have any emergency contacts. So, you know, and they have like a list of like number one person to contact, number two, number three. Same thing here, except instead of a medical emergency, it's some sort of superpower (laughs) or getting some sort of abnormal 
capabilities. We didn't write it down, okay? We don't have lawyers that like signed it and like checked it for any discrepancies or loopholes. Or loopholes. <laughs> yeah, this is very informal. Even I mean, though I really think I guess I guess formal. if we were a superhero, we should, yeah. At right. some point. At some point, we'll make it formal and we'll have a document and we'll have it framed up in our apartment. And I think we'll... we need a. I think we need a notary. That's what they're called. Right, and you know, we each have to assemble a team of lawyers. <laughs> and then, like, my people will talk to your people, and your people will talk to my people. Yeah, we'll meet on the thirtieth floor of some fancy building in New York City around a Whoa. large glass table. This is very specific. It's like you have this planned up. Nope, definitely not. Interesting. No, sirree. Um. Yeah. Not to, like, stick to the superhero topic, because I know not everyone's intrigued, but I really found the contract that they made in the Avengers movie to be really interesting. Like, in the Civil War, (laughs) about whether superheroes should be, like, registered as superheroes or not, and kind of have the government control when superheroes are needed or not. It's a interesting idea. It's kind of like it's actually exactly like what they did with the uh, Amazon show The Boys. Mhm. Where I'm pretty sure the government just hires superheroes to deal with threats that are out of control. That's what it seemed like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, superheroes in The Boys? Yeah. No, I, I don't think they were out of control, necessarily. I think supervillains were out of control. That's what it was. Oh. Well, like, yeah. I mean, but they also had the superheroes in The Boys just, like, solve crime. Like, police officers, didn't they? Uh, yeah, like, like bank robbers, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. But it's just interesting. Like, if superheroes were normal in society, my friend, would you mm-hmm. want them to be under control by the government? Ah, oh, that is that is a tough question. Because, it is a tough question. Because I saw our, our favorite Marvel superheroes, and I was totally Team Iron Man. I was like, yes, based off of Ultron and everything else, definitely the government, at least on, on Earth, that the the government should like have a say necessarily because you know if if you're protecting the people shouldn't the people get a say in like what what you do a little bit maybe I don't know uh, but then but then you see the boys and you're like oh my god this is this is well I guess yeah. I guess in the boys it wasn't by the government though it was by a private like company private company true but like with control you know you can have corruption and then you know with corruption things can get out of hand. And, like, at the, at the same time, it's, like, it's complicated, right? Because, like, you know, you want a superhero is, like, like, superhero kind of, like, our idols, right? So we always want them to make the right decision, and we think we, they, we think that they should know what's best for everyone, like, but at the same time, they're just a person, like. Right. They, they make mistakes, and, like, they're not always going to make the best decision. Correct. Well, like, the thing is, I feel like comic books always portray the superheroes as, like, the perfect human being that doesn't make mistakes and always knows right from wrong. But, you know, people are not like that. People make mistakes. People have different ideas of what is right and what is wrong. And so, you know, you can't uh, can't always leave people to their own devices or else Mm -hmm. some people get unhappy about what they do like uh like what's what's your stance on the whole like uh captain america doing like everything for bucky when bucky uh, was like brainwashed and killed iron man's parents right so like i'm not a big fan of bucky and captain america nor am i nor am i we're sorry this is a team iron man podcast we're sorry but also not sorry because this guy killed you know 
Iron Man's parents. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, he was brainwashed. He was but, brainwashed. But even still, they kept it a secret mm-hmm. from Iron Man. That's so not long. cool. Not cool. It'd be one if they like if he got out of the brainwashing and was cured and then <laughs> immediately went to Iron Man and like told him what happened. I would appreciate that and would totally respect them. Mm-hmm. But they did not. It's like a hit and run. Because they were like, oh, Iron Man's too hot-headed. He'd freak out. And then they're like, see, he totally freaked out. It's like, well, I mean, now you kept it from him. That's completely different. You don't, you don't know what a person's going to do unless they do it. Like, people, people will surprise you. Honesty's the best policy, my dude. They, they should have said something. They should have said should have said something. Listen, not gonna lie, Captain America has been great. Very, he's he's a great leader. He's saved the world many many times. But, but with the whole, the specifically the Civil War, the whole Bucky thing, I think uh, I think he was a little blind. He was a little short sighted. Yeah, but I guess friendship does that to people. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are, they are like practically brothers. At least that's what it seemed like. Two brothers fight off oh, a Mexican brothers. space armada. What? <laughs> that's a that's a Rick and Morty <laughs> that's a Rick and Morty reference. Oh, okay. Because I was gonna say I I don't think I saw the same Captain <laughs> America movie that you saw. I don't remember anything about a space armada, let alone a Mexican one. It's uh it's Rick and Morty watch uh, the intergalactic uh, space cable or something. Wait, interdimensional, interdimensional cable. Yeah, that's what it is. But if it's a space armada, how are they Mexican? Because uh, they were shaped like uh, like uh, sombreros. Hold on, let me let me pull up the transcript. Right, but were they like Mexicans that went to space and then came back from space to invade? Because Mexico yeah. is on Earth. It's not in, you know, it's not its own planet. You're you're right. You're you're right. I I couldn't tell you. Two brothers. What should I look up? Like lyrics, transcript. <laughs> I don't know, bud. I don't remember this part of Rick and Morty. It's like a really short thing. Uh, I feel like I don't know. Look up interdimensional cable. Here it is. Mexican uh, space armada. Uh, oh boy. Almost there. Rick and Morty's a weird show. I don't know how many of you have seen it, but. It's <laughs> I have I haven't pulled up. Should I should I go through the whole thing? How it's, long it's is it? Long. It's it's gonna take me like three minutes to go through the whole thing. No, thank you. I <laughs> maybe if if somebody really wants us to do it, just email us at raw. Uh, I don't know what is it. It's uh I I never know because uh it's Rahul and Jake at gmail.com. It's simple as that. Oh. Wow, that's really simple. So simple, any of you listeners could do it. <laughs> uh, no, no new emails. But I will say, we have over oh, 100 listens of our podcast. I will take that. Thank you, listeners, for listening to us ramble. Thank for you all. Seven hours. 100 of you. Wait, does it count repeat watches? I couldn't tell you. Well, let's just say we have 100 unique listens. So thanks, all 100 of you. Under, uh, 99, I'm one of them. Well, well, I, I, um, it's like total across all the episodes. Oh. 90. So there's at least five of you. I don't know. We're, we're going to move past this because the math doesn't check out. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Thank you, listeners. <laughs> um, yeah. What were we talking about? We were talking about uh, two brothers what? fighting off a Mexican space armada. Right, right, right. Oh, talking about what's good and bad and superheroes. Should they be controlled? Oh, yes, 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 yes. What's, what's yeah. your take? I, I was rambling for a little bit. Well, we got to a Mexican space armada, so yes, you were clearly <laughs> rambling. Topic. And we went somewhere with space armadas and Mexicans. But I think that they should be controlled to some degree. To some degree. 
there there's got to be some sort of middle ground like maybe you should at least register with the city that you want to protect or something like that yeah like i feel like it should be treated kind of like how cops should be treated i mean the you know we're not going to go into that oh geez, but the police yeah, yeah. system is not perfect so maybe when they fix the police system it would be similar to that maybe it's like you registered with the certain priest superhero precinct or superhero club well, well, how how widespread are these are these superpowers? You know, like is it one in a million people have it? One in a hundred people have it? One well, in ten? I don't know. If it's, well, I mean, if it's one in ten, we're screwed. That's it. <laughs> the world is gonna. I don't know. Uh, you're screwed. Yeah, if one in ten people have superpowers, I I think uh, the world would be a very very different place. Oh yeah. I feel like the person with superpowers could be equated to not a nuclear bomb but equated to like a powerful weapon like maybe like a rocket oh yeah for sure and like if one in ten people in the world owned a rocket launcher i think we'd be screwed oh oh my god yeah people get so mad at everything people do (laughs) Bring your, I don't know, I just thought of, bring your rocket launcher to work day, and I'm just picturing a bunch oh of God. businessmen with rocket launchers, and some guy's like, that's a terrible idea, our stocks are plummeting, and the guy just pulls out a rocket launcher and just launches it at the guy that's screaming at him. Oh <laughs> Why did it come off the top of your head so fast? I don't know. Maybe that's a bad thing, maybe it's a good thing. All I know is that it would make a really funny comic strip. So Man. if there are any comic strip artists out there, you should make that a thing. Please. Or like some guy gets called into his boss's office and the boss is like, you're fired. And the guy's <laughs> like, fire this. And then shoots the rocket at him. Oh, and then geez. just like pans out and there's like a sign in the front of the building that says, bring your rocket launcher to work day. <laughs> Oh man, that'd be that'd be something. That'd be that, that wouldn't be good. That's what it would. Be. See, that's yeah, that'd be bad. And this all goes back to if one in ten people had superpowers, it'd be a similar thing, you know. No, I feel like of, nothing would get done. Ooh, that's an that, yeah. Every, so many people would want to be stopping crime that they wouldn't be doing anything else. No, I feel like just small brawls would break out all the time. Okay, so there's there's two things. So there's one, there's a Webtoon comic. Uh, for those of you who don't know what Webtoons is, it's a, it's a mobile app that lets you read uh, online comics. Not a sponsor. Not, not a sponsor. They don't sponsor us. If they did, that'd be insane. But Hey, feel free. <laughs> if anyone, I don't know. Webtoons? Webtoons yeah. Are you if listening? Anyone, <laughs> if anyone at Webtoons wants to sponsor us, let us know. I mean, if anyone in general wants to sponsor us, hey, let us know. We'll uh, we'll mention you and whatever line of work you do or website or anything. Yeah, we well, we talk for an hour. We can fit you in somewhere. Oh, absolutely. If we don't get get sidetracked. Anyway, webtoons. So there's this one webtoon called uh, Unordinary, where pretty much everybody. Uh, not, no, that's a lie. A lot of people, like a lot of people. I for, I don't know what the statistic is. Are we but talking like, like one in ten, or is it more like one like in fifty? Well, I want to say one in fifty. Okay. But still, that's very high. Oh yeah. Uh, one in fifty people have like these these things called. Oh, what are they called? Uh, basically, they have superpowers. Okay. Um, I forget what they exactly call them. I'll look it up at a point when when you're talking and I'm not. But and there's 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 all these like schools that like teach kids how to like train their ability and like improve their ability and like how to be like normal people in society with these abilities but like fights break out in the streets all the time and like like the police have to have like these the people with superpowers on on their side and like it's it's just so much fighting going on and like every everyone and like it's a high school like it's supposed to be like high school drama sort of deal 
Um, so like, you know, people are hot headed and they're like, Oh, I'm better than you. Or like, I can't believe you pushed me in the hall. So like they like break into stupid little fights, but like also like just people every day, they're just like always fighting. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh, this is, this is not good. Yeah. You, instead of having like a brawl break out in a bar room where, you know, maybe one table gets broken, some guy ends up unconscious, you'd have like the entire street blow up or something. Yeah, like, dead bodies everywhere. Yeah. Like, these kids can, like, shoot lasers out of their palms. Like, imagine how strong they are when they get to be adults. Oh, boy. It's a... Superpowers are dangerous. With great power comes comes great responsibility. Who said that? The greatest men... Or greatest man known to men. You still have to answer, Jake. Oh, Uncle Ben. From Spider-Mine. Yes, sir. Spider-Mine. My favorite superhero. He's a good choice. Mine's it's Wolverine, but... Also, you know, also a good choice. Spider-Man is a... Spider-Man's a really good one. What's what's the worst thing Wolverine's done? Uh, I'm pretty sure he's killed many people. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Oh. Yeah. Wolverine's not exactly the perfect guy. Would you say he's an anti-hero, or is he still a hero? Um, I think they still classify him as a hero, not an anti-hero. But I wouldn't be surprised if people thought of him as an anti-hero. So, so anti-heroes fall into, like, vigilante realm, right? So, like, Deadpool, Batman, Arrow? Anti-hero... Anti-heroes are kind of like chaotic good. Mm. Or chaotic neutral. It's Where more like... Batman. Oh, Batman's lawful. What? Good. Law? Interesting. Yeah, he follows a code. Oh, that's true. That is true. That is true. That is true. He's like, he's like the ultimate paladin. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's an he's an oath of vengeance paladin. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. You know, taking down crime in Gotham. Mm-hmm. Not the hero that Gotham needs, but the hero that Gotham deserves, and all that jazz. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Batman's Batman's definitely lawful good. Antiheroes are more like chaotic neutral, where it's kind of they're not exactly just in it for themselves per se, but they don't necessarily put all their effort into saving people either. Yeah, they're not they're not like Superman and Batman who rush to save. The city, go like rush out to save Metropolis. They're more like, I mean, if it, you know, if it helps me, then I guess I'll do it. Otherwise, I'm not interested. Hmm. Yeah. It's more like they, antiheroes, complete missions for themselves, whereas heroes complete missions for others. Right, 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 right. Okay, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. So, like, the Punisher is an anti-hero, and, like, his personal goal is to take vengeance on anyone involved in the death of his family. Mm-hmm. And, like, Batman, like, you could argue that he's taking revenge on the people that killed his parents, but it's more like he wants to save Gotham. Yeah, yeah. From all the crime. Mm-hmm. So. He yeah, the Punisher on Netflix crime. was so good. It was so good. Right. It was definitely recommend to anyone who hasn't seen it yet. Yeah, if you're it's if you crazy. can handle the blood and gore. Yeah. Oh yeah. There is pretty, definitely pretty bloody. There's definitely violence, blood and gore. That is like the definition of the Punisher. Kind of. He's cool though. Mm-hmm. It's also very sad. He's a very, very oh, yeah. He has a very sad story. He's like your typical D&D character, just like the most tragic backstory ever. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I mean that's that's true. Like people always wonder like, "Oh, why why do your D&D characters always have like such dark backstories?" It's like it's cuz if they don't aren't like dark and depressing, like Farmer Joe with like a happy family of four isn't going to leave his farm to go like go slay monsters. <laughs> yeah, Farmer Joe is very busy he keeping is... his farm animals happy. Feeding his wife and three kids. Yeah. 
Farmer Joe is living the life. Yeah, like, most adventurers wish they could have that life, or at least used to have that life. Yeah. Well, that's that's another thing. Like, I feel like everyone assumes if you have superpowers, you would just fight crime all the time. But I don't yeah. know if that's necessarily the case. No, yeah, no. If Farmer Joe gains the ability to run super fast, I don't know if he's immediately going to go fight crime if he's having a successful life as Farmer Joe. Yeah, something either something he has to something has to like shatter his old life or like something has to like come up that it would be valuable to him. Like let's say his um his whole uh cornfield burns down. He's got nothing going on so to make money he'll like fight crime. Yeah. Or maybe if he just becomes bored of his life as a farmer. Or he might become a supervillain. That's the other thing. Oh. He might start robbing his like neighbors if he's super fast. Oh my goodness. Farmer Joe, what the heck? Farmer Joe took a dark turn fast. Farmer Joe, you have <laughs> no. to, you know, be a good model for your kids. And oh. what they what not, they can't won't hurt not them. Rob. Eh, I, I guess, but I don't know. Farmer Joe can do whatever he wants, but I'm just saying, Farmer Joe, if you get superpowers, first of all, you have to tell me and Rahul. Second of all, <laughs> you should use it for good. Come on, yeah, Farmer yeah. Joe. Hashtag <laughs> Farmer Joe for good. <laughs> I don't know how hashtags work. Put that on a bumper sticker. But yeah. Farmer Joe. Father of three. Husband of one. <laughs> we, we don't condone monogamy on the show? That is monogamy. But we do. Wait, so we, we do condone monogamy. I don't know. I always get confused. What's condone mean? We condone? go to Drexel. <laughs> we took English 103 together. We took our SATs in English. Okay, okay. Condone means to accept and allow. Ah. So, so we condone yeah, monogamy. We condone monogamy, yes. We don't condone polygamy? Question mark? Yeah. Okay. Is that a stance we want to take? I, I'm more like, do whatever you want as long as you're not hurting yourself or others. All right, all right, we'll we'll go with that. We we rescind that other part. Okay, sounds good. Speaking of which, I mean, speaking of what? It's like <laughs> your next. I don't, I don't know. Speaking of what, actually, <laughs> but <laughs> I guess of condoning things. Oh, okay, sure. Uh, I read in the news today that Pope Francis was or made remarks that he is supporting uh, same-sex civil unions. Nice. So, like, if you want to, if you are in a same-sex relationship and you want to get married, Pope Francis is on your side. Wait, wait, wait. Is, is, it, is it one of those technicalities where he's, like, union but not marriage or, like, it's the same thing? Uh... Good question, uh, but it seems like a good first step either way. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So that was that was cool. Good, was good cool. for good for them. That is yeah. that's something that's a stance I'll I'll definitely make, and I'm pretty sure you feel the same. You can do and feel however you want, as long as you don't hurt yourself or others. Yes. Oh, this brings me to a question I wanted to ask you. Oh. So let's say I walk into a store, right? That was going to be a bar, but continue. It could be a bar. Any place with a cashier. Okay. And I politely ask the cashier okay. for all the money in the cash register. Okay. And they're like, no. And I'm like, okay. And I walk out of the store. Mm-hmm. Can I still be charged with attempted robbery? No. You, you, if you ask politely and you didn't show any force or aggression... No. I don't. I mean, I'm I'm no lawyer or a law expert, but I I really feel like no. I uh, wanted to put that question out there to any law students or lawyers out there. Well, I mean, it's just okay. Maybe maybe I'm thinking. I'm imagining like you, good old good old Jake, and like. Well, I think if it was me, they would just laugh in my face and be like, (laughs) "Good one, kid. Get out of here, you rascal." 
Yeah, like, like uh, well, yes, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm picturing. It's like, yeah, like, excuse me, sir, can I have all the money in your drawer, please? Like, um, no. Like, I think they'd just be confused, taken aback. Right. Now, uh, I'm, I'm going to fall into a stereotype, but if a, if a big, big, uh, buff, like, motorcycle guy, like, walk, walked up to walked up to me in a cash register, it's like, could I have all your money? I'd be like, uh, um, I'd certainly be, I'd still say no, but I'd still be like very on edge and concerned. <laughs> no question mark. I'd be, I'd be, it would be like a nervous no. But if they, right. if they haven't shown any like force, like if they, if they put their hand in their pocket and they're like, I, I got a gun, I'll be like, okay, I'm not questioning it. Okay, yeah, that seems more like attempted robbery. Mm-hmm. Nah. This is like respecting respecting their response and be like, okay, sure, good day. Yeah, I'd, I'd just be confused. Yeah. Do you think you would call the cops if they just politely said okay and walked out? No, I'd probably tell my manager or whoever. Yeah, like, like some weirdo just walked in and asked if they could have the money. And then left. And then left after I said no. Although I do know for a fact that, like, most places of work that, like, deal with money and stuff, like, they tell you to, like, give them the money. Oh. Yeah. I did not know this. Yeah, like, so both my parents work for a bank, and, like, in their trainings, like, they say, they say, like, it's, like, the number one thing in any bank robbery situation that, that's always, that information's on your side, is the goal of your, your goal and the bank robber's goal is the same to get them out of the bank as soon as possible so most of the most of the money in a bank is fdic insured which means Mm -hmm. like uh the government will basically take care of it if there's ever a bank robbery and they don't get caught and a lot of the bills are marked Um, so if the robbers don't know about that then you can just trace the bills but like they're like don't don't do any funny business don't try to be here just give them the money get away with your life and the lives of your coworkers and other customers in the bank just get them out of the bank and obviously the bank robber wants to get out of there before the cops show up because they know they the bank robber's got to know like as soon as they show up there someone's hit the alarm button somewhere there's alarm buttons all over the bank right and i mean not, and there's also like, common uh, knowledge from watching any like robber movie like that this is not me giving out like trade secrets <laughs> oh okay i mean that's also assuming that the robber does indeed want to get out of there as soon as possible well then it's more of a hostage situation i feel like so yeah. it's a bank ro- when we take typical bank robber they want the money and they want to go right yes if you want to have a hostage situation the bank is like the worst place to be i think your typical i don't know many bank robbers but i feel like the typical one wants to just get the money and get out of there yeah if there are any bank robbers listening to this, first of all, we'd love to know the answer to this question. Whoa, 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 whoa. Second whoa. of all, maybe turn yourself in. Yes. It's for everyone's benefit. And if, if you're if you're thinking about robbing a bank, just just start a podcast with us. You don't have to do it. We we don't make much, and by much I mean anything, but but join us in a podcast. It's definitely a better use of your time than robbing a bank. Wait, so is this an open invitation to anyone that no, specifically, has thought about robbing yes, a bank? Yes, yes. Specifically, okay. thought about robbing a bank. Got it. But, yes. But they need to show proof. Like, they have to submit a resume of their skills and their plan of action to rob a certain bank. Yeah, we want, like, at least a picture of the bank you were planning on The robbing. schematics or blueprints, yeah. We got to show that. That's good. Gotta see the research at least, you know. If you can make a CAD drawing of <laughs> the layout, you're automatically in. Uh, some guys, like some guys sitting at his NSA computer, be like, "Hey, boss, check out these two kids in like PA, in New York, <laughs> that make a podcast about robbing banks." It's not about robbing banks. It's about helping people that are thinking about robbing banks. Come on, NSA agent, listen so to the we're podcast. An access- we're an accessory to bank robbery. No. <laughs> We're the opposite of an accessory. Um, a decessory. A subcessory. Oh, I don't know. An uncessory? An unnecessary? <laughs> I don't know. One or the other. All I know is that we should probably wrap things up. 
because my brain hurts from all this nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pretty fun episode, not going to lie. <laughs> oh, I had a blast. Oh, but... We were supposed to have a guest this episode. We did not oh because God. we just haven't recorded in a very long time. Listen, but we will we'll find someone shortly. Yes, we will. We're becoming it's... professional very slowly, but that surely. Is... But shout out to our longtime friend, roommate and editor, Dungeon Master Ted Grant. His website yes, is ted-grant.com. <laughs> I, I tried to do too much at once, but ted-grant.com. Go check, check him, him out. out. He's a good he's a cool editor. Guy. Go check out uh, his website and uh, see all the cool work he's done over the years. What else? Be safe. Don't email us, banks. poolandjake at gmail.com for new podcast topics, questions, comments, threats, or now applications if you're a former bank robber or thinking about it. And if you're mad at your boss, don't bring a rocket launcher. Just talk it out with someone. <laughs> talk it anyone. out. Literally anyone. Literally anyone. And just think about who you're going to talk to if you somehow get superpowers. It's very important to have yes. a contact. <laughs> all right. Oh, my goodness. All right. Wrap we it up. Get us out of you. here. Get us out of here. Beam us up. Be safe. Buddy. Hope you all are happy. And yeah. We'll see you soon. Get through this. And by see you, I mean talk to you. Bye. Goodbye.